Hello, I am Dr. Dao Xinli, Department Chair for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And I'm James Skoyan, Senior Faculty for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University. Please join us as we explore acupuncture points and their clinical applications. Welcome. Looking forward to another podcast on a group of points. That I believe is very helpful for a lot of different conditions that we're going to be talking about. Small intestine seven to small intestine twelve. These cluster points are、um, useful.、Uh, and、uh, Jim, with me,、um, how are you doing? Hi, Dow. I'm fine. How about you? Excellent. Why don't we just jump in? Let's do that.、Uh, the first、uh, point is、uh, small intestine seven, zi zhen. Ah,、uh, zi zhen means、uh, zi means a、uh, branch. Zhen means、uh, righteousness or main branch. Ah,、uh, so basically, um, zi zhen、uh, means that um, this、uh, point is a branching um,、uh, it's a branching area. It's a place where that the energy of the channel start to branch. Obviously. This also means uh, uh, this is a point is also very close to supporting row, to support and to straighten the arm. So uh, often uh, this is also taken into the name description of describing the point being a point that gives support to the ability for the arm to straighten. And so that is some、um, that's the description of the name. Um, this point came out from、uh, Huang Di Neijing originates from Huang Di Neijing Ning Su, and they talk about the、uh, how this point is part of the、um, the the the、uh, the hand Taiyang uh, channel uh, rooting、uh, from the、uh, small intestine one point and、uh, going through, and Zizhen is one of the point that it go it goes through. So Jim,、um, how would you、uh, locate this point? I'm locating this one on the ventral aspect of the forearm, on the small intestine channel between the point on the wrist, small intestine five, and the point on the elbow, small intestine eight. And from certain proportions, it's five, so proximal to small intestine five. Excellent. And、uh, um, this point. It's um, it's a low、uh, channel point. It's a low connecting point for the small intestine、uh, channel, and it has an actions of calming spirit,、uh, clear heat, relief bell, activate channel, and、uh, activate collaterals,、um, and、uh, um, it can also used to nourish、um, and nourish in and、uh, soothe the tendons, soothe the tendons. Uh, how would you use this point? Well, outside of a, a local action on the forearm, I, I do use this one on occasion for low back pain,、uh, treating problems of pain on the bladder or the kidney channel around the level of lumbar three in the back. How about you? How do you use this point? Well, I would add on more that this point is also been known to use for stiff neck, spasms of elbow,、uh, finger pains, headaches, vertigo. Um, febrile diseases,、uh, dizziness,、um, and、uh, fright, and other mental illnesses as well.、Um, Shalker, 
um, fever and chill, I say earlier, epilepsy, seizures, um, and as well as uh, chronic fatigue, and as well as um, uh, some skin issues. Uh, these are some of the things that I have found to be uh, useful. Um, this point is useful for some of these conditions. And um, so in the point combination, usually we will combine this point, small intestine 7, with, um, the, um, with the spleen uh, 6, uh, as well as Sanjiao Su point in the back for dizziness and headache. We would also combine with heart 7 to treat mental illnesses, uh, insomnia issues, kind of like the source point combining with a low point kind of combination. And uh, also adding qi uh, to uh, use for elbow um, contracture and uh, finger pains. We can also add, combine with large intestine 15 to help to treat shoulder issues. We can combine with lung 10, large intestine 4, as well as um, basically um, Chitsu large intestine 11 to treat manic type of conditions. Uh, so these are some of the uh, combinations that I can dig up for everyone here. Uh, how would you needle it? I tend to needle this point perpendicularly or oblique to the depth of 0.5 to 1 sun. And how about moxa? I suppose you could use moxa. I don't generally use moxa on this point, but I would imagine there's some classical indications for that. Have you found any? Yes, there are um, some uh, text has actually um, discussed about we can mox out this point to treat stiff necks. So what happens is that when we're moxing mox uh, over this point, we can at the same time uh, advise the patient to turn their neck and to create mobility, and that seems to loosen up the neck. So that has been uh, known to uh, to be helpful there. And in the classics, um, we are looking at Huang Di Neijin, Lin Su talk about the, the location and the branching, and Zhen Jiu Jai Jin talk about is used for uh, chills as well as fever and other conditions. Uh, Tong Nen, Su Xie, talk about Tou Tong for headache as well as dizziness. And Zhen Jiu Da Qian talk about how this is useful. Um, five, six emotional issues, fright, fear, sadness, worries, and manic. Um, so Zhen Jiu Da Qian talk about how this point can be used for these five major um, uh, emotional and mental symptoms. And Beiji Qian Jing Yao Fang talk about how this uh, point uh, can be used for febrile disease for uh, lower back pain and neck pain. And Yi Zhong Jin Jian further uh, supports the usage of this point for seven emotional issues as well as Schalke syndrome. Jim, do you have anything else to add? No, that was very interesting. Those indications call a wide variety of indications from channel-specific neck problems, I hear, as well as uh, uh, interesting enough, the, the mental-emotional conditions. Yeah, I do want to add, there's a very interesting research on, on how this point can be used to treat tongue pain, especially tongue pain, tip of the tongue pain. And needling this point 
and twisting the needle and just um, twist the needle every 10 minutes and leave it for 30 minutes and gets rid of any kind of tongue pain. Very interesting. I don't know when we are going to use it for tongue pain, uh, but it may be in a situation of biting yourself, having um, oral sores or canker sores and stroke conditions, I think would be probably useful for that situation. Okay, let's move on to small intestine 8. Small intestine 8. Uh, small intestine 8, Xiaohai means um, small or lesser sea or ocean. Um, this is a sea point of the small intestine channel. And uh, since the uh, the energy of a meridian flows into this pool of um, area of uh, energetic points, so that's why this is called the small sea. Small seas where a lot of the energy um, actually collects here. Um, this point originates from Huan Di Neijin Lin Su, and uh, at this uh, chapter, it talk about how to locate this point and talk about how this channel is originated and how the energy enters into this small sea, into the small sea. So how would you locate this point? Small intestine eight uh, is a point that I located at the level of the elbow joint on the medial side of the elbow between the olecranon of the ulna and the tip of the epicondylus of the humerus. So finding two landmarks, the olecranon and the tip of the humerus would be most helpful and just in the middle between those two landmarks. Do you locate it when you uh, flex your elbow or do you uh, keep it straight? Well, out of practical reasons, I, could do, I can do it in any position, but I've done it in, uh, uh, with the elbow slightly bent if the patient is lying on their side, for, on, on their back, for example, with the support in the wrist. So to me, if I have the bony landmarks, I can find the point whether it's bent or straightened. And uh, this point has an action. Um, by the way, this point is, uh, since it's a Hersey point, is a Hersey earth element point. And uh, um, it has a, a sun coming, clear heat, um, activating a low, dispersing wind, pathogens, um, kind of uh, actions. And it's also very good in soothing the tendons and benefit the joints. Um, so it uh, seems to be that this point uh, can be used for a lot, a lot of different conditions. Uh, so Jim, uh, how would you use this point for? Well, besides the elbow and local forearm pain, uh, this point is direct located directly over the ulna nerve. And so if there's a, a tingling or numbness or in general a paresthesia and or pain pattern of the small finger or over, over the, on the forearm or on the hand, in the distribution of this ulnar nerve, it can be used to treat that as a uh, point over the nerve. Uh, the other thing I use it for quickly is uh, for knee pain. As I've mentioned a couple of times when discussing points around the elbow, I like using points around the elbow for knee pain. In this case, small intestine 8, often for posterior knee pain and or medial posterior knee pain related to the bladder or the kidney channels that's wonderful i i if you allow me i may add that 
This point can also be used for dizziness, vertigo, you know, ear ringing, uh, deafness, uh, as I talked about earlier, fever chill situations. Uh, a good point also for, uh, for, uh, hypertension as well. Uh, tooth pain, uh, lymphadenopathy, um, and, uh, even for a lot of mental illnesses, schizophrenia conditions. Uh, these are some of the things that has been known to be used for headache is also a very good point for headaches as well. Um, so moving forward to point combination, uh, this point has many, many different combinations. Um, you can combine with Herku Lunch Test and 4 um, to treat different mental illnesses, to help to clear heat, to uh, get rid of uh, inflammation. For example, for tooth pain, sore throat kind of situation, you can use that. Uh, you can uh, combine with a uh, lunch test, I mean, a gallbladder 20, as well as covering vessel 14. Uh, very good for manic kind of conditions. Uh, very good in uh, spirit calming uh, kind of action. Um, and again, you can uh, also add uh, Bai Hui, uh, do 20 to the mix. That can be also used for manic conditions. Um, obviously, Asi point combined with Qi Tzu can be useful to uh, treat elbow uh, kind of pain issues. And uh, combining with uh, Hegu, this point has known to also be helpful for jaundice. Helpful for jaundice. How would you needle this point? Well, usually perpendicularly or oblique, and I'm not needling it very deep because I'm respecting the location of the ulnar nerve, and I want to avoid trauma to that nerve or damage the nerve. So 0.3 to up to at one sun, but of course with one sun, I'm most likely needling it obliquely, covering an area of um, a little wider in diameter than the point. I would imagine this point would be very difficult to needle when you're face up. Wouldn't it be easier to needle the patient when they are in a supine condition, uh, supine uh, position? I'm sorry, in a prone position. I uh, in a prone position on the belly? Yeah. Yeah, it's certainly easier as it would be in sitting, but in certain cases it would be appropriate for me. I just, again, locate those landmarks, the lecanon and the uh, media of the condyle, and then I can hold them and, and uh, practically direct the needle in between those two landmarks in the supine position as well with a pillow or a pad or a towel underneath the wrist to elevate it slightly. Great, and uh, we can also max out this point. There are some texts talk about how it would be useful if you can get that electrical impulse feeling. Uh, some people say that actually enhances the treatment effect. Um, so coming back to the classics, uh, in the classics, Zhen Jiu Jia Jin talk about how this is very good for headache, uh, for dizziness. Um, and very good for malaria, very good for fever and chill. And uh, Tong Nen Su Xie also talk about how this is good for fever and chill and toothaches. And Zhen Jiu Da Quan talk about all tons of stuff at this this uh, point can be useful. Manic situations, uh, uh, jaw pains and swellings, like mumps kind of situations, uh, deafness, uh, dizziness issues, and jaundice, not the least. 
Um, so, and in this research, uh, there's two things it, it, uh, actually has shown. There's one, this is a very useful point to treat any kind of, um, basically colitis situations. Uh, also, this, uh, increases the peristalsis, um, in the, um, uh, intestine area. So anybody who has a slowdown digestion, this might also be a very useful point. Very good. Jim, got anything else to add before moving on to small intestine, um, I believe, 9? Let's move on to small intestine 9. Great. Uh, Small intestine 9, jian zhen. Jian means shoulder. Zhen means um, protective. Uh, Zhen means um, to be hidden in some ways. And uh, so this point, uh, basically, it's a hidden point of the shoulder. Obviously, when you put on your clothes, um, it does uh, basically uh, covers it. So um, um, anyway, so that's the name of this point, Jianzhen. And this point originates from Huan Di Neijin Su Wen. And it talk about how um, this uh, point is uh, uh, very, uh, how the point is located uh, from the Huan from Di Neijin Su Wen. Uh, how would you locate this point? I tend to locate this point uh, with the shoulder ad shoulder joint adducted in the teres major muscle uh, in the posterior aspect of the shoulder. Uh, if a topographical location is uh, needed, then it's identifying the posterior axillary fold, which would be noticeable if the arm is adducted. And uh, placing the point about one thumb sun above that, meaning placing the thumb and using that as a sun measurement. But again, I prefer the muscular location, and that's in the teres major muscle. I would imagine that depends on the size and the fold, the skin fold. Uh, I would imagine we might be able to increase the depth of insertion. But moving forward, looking at the action, uh, Jianzhen point small intestine 9 can clear the head, open up the uh, ear orifice and activate channel and, and collaterals, uh, activate uh, blood and disperse any kind of knots. Uh, so it's uh, um, very useful in benefiting uh, joints as well. And so these are some of the actions that this point has. And how would you apply it um, to different conditions, Jim? Yeah. Well, the first one and most frequently applica- uh, frequent application for me is as a local shoulder point uh, condition, uh, uh, local point for shoulder conditions like problems related to the teres major muscle. I also can use, of course, for pain on the shoulder on the opposite side. But I do want to mention very briefly that uh, points small intestine 9 and even more so small intestine 10 for me are also quite useful for pain in the buttocks region or pain related to the foot tai-yang channel, especially around the sacrum. Excellent. And uh, I would add that this is also a very good point for ear ringing, for um, deafness, uh, for toothache, and as well as headaches. And looking forward, if we look at point combinations, uh, we can definitely use this point uh, combining uh, with non-intestine 15, for example, the tree, um, you know, shoulder issues and inflammation issues. 
uh, this point we can uh, combine with uh, Tianzong and Jian Wai Su. These are basically your small intestine, I believe, 10. Uh, and some of the points going forward, these are all for shoulder pains. Um, and uh, you can also combine with lunch test in 11, uh, so, uh, lunch test in lunch test in 10, uh, Sanjiao 5, lunch test in 4, to 3, for example, upper extremity paralysis. Uh, so this is some of the combinations. Um, did we talk about how you can needle? Yet? I don't well, think so. Well, let me talk about it then briefly. I, I tend to needle this one uh, perpendicularly, but it can also be needed obliquely. And I want to mention the depth being uh, often more than a half a sun, but that would be a starting point on a patient with a uh, with very little tissue or with thin muscle tissue in the back. So 0. 0.5 up to 1.5 sun. So I tend to needle it perpendicularly. I'm holding the teres major muscle uh, with my supporting hand and needling it perpendicularly. Is there any time you would needle obliquely or um, yeah. to treat certain conditions? Yeah, again, I, I, I mention it here uh, using it locally. If I want to treat more of the muscle itself, uh, then I might needle the point towards the scapula, uh, but near its scapular insertion, uh, and that would be an uh, oblique insertion. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I would, you, I would be very careful in needling toward the lung area. Uh, because we tend to needle this a little bit deeper. And if we are not careful and we needle ability toward the lung, we might actually cause uh, pneumothorax kind of issues. So um, this point is not the most common point to cause pneumothorax, but it's always better to be careful than to be sorry. Uh, we can also max out this point. Uh, so a uh, very useful point for a lot of the shoulder issues. Um, let's see, and uh, let's talk about classics. In Zhen Jiu Jia Ching, you talk about the, how this uh, point can be used for uh, deafness, tinnitus, uh, pain locally um, in the shoulder, um, and uh, we can also treat this uh, for um, um, uh, basically uh, at Zhen Jiu Daquan, you talk about how you can also use it for ear ringing as well. And Nei Jin Tui, he talks about how this point is used basically um, for uh, a lot of the heat type of pain in the shoulder. Uh, so this is uh, some of the research uh, that I saw. And I just want to add on this before we move forward. In the research, it talks about two conditions. Obviously, one is the shoulder inflammation and bursitis issue is very, very helpful. And the other thing is, uh, interesting enough, this point is actually very useful uh, for the treatment of mastitis, for mastiti uh, mastitis, uh, especially in breastfeeding women. And so, uh, interesting enough that this can also be used that used for that. Anything to add, Jim? Uh, no, let's go on to small intestine 10. Small intestine 10, a very widely used point for a lot of shoulder issues. Um, basically, um, now su um, means uh, now means uh, the, the flesh doesn't really connect with the bone. It floats on top of it. That's what it means by now. Su means point. 
So it's basically a point that's hitting the shoulder and it's going through these muscle there that is actually not touching the bone as much. It's not attached to the bone. Um, so that's the name of this point. It originates from Zhenjiu Jiayi Jin and it talk about how that this point is the meeting point of the Han Taiyang Channel, the Yangwei Channel, as well as the uh, the Yangqiao uh, Channel. And uh, um, interesting enough, Zhenjiu Jiayi Jin also talk about to locate this point, you actually have to lift your arm. That's interesting. I, I want to hear more about how you locate point, Jim. Okay. And I'll tell you that I don't necessarily lift the arm, but I can respect that idea. Basically, if I identify the bony structure of the spine of the scapula, or more specifically, the lateral end of the spine of the scapula, and also the infraspinatus muscle, I found the point for myself. The point is inferior and lateral to the scapular spine and in the infraspinatus muscle. So, of course, it would be easier to palpate if you move the arm around and palpate it and felt that muscle moving under your fingers at that point. But in most cases, I don't, don't actually move the arm when I'm locating the point. Well, I think, I think you're locating uh, the depression, and I think the depression doesn't really, uh, uh, if you leave the arm down, the depression is not as clear, but when you start lifting the arm up, I think I can feel that the depression is much more clear. It's actually a pretty sore point. It's a tender spot. Yeah, it's often tender. Yeah. Often Great. Tender. Um, let's move forward to action. Uh, since this is the meeting point, of the Yangwei channel, the Yangqiao channel, as well as the uh, Han Taiyang small intestine channel. This point is incredibly, incredibly, for literally all type of tendon, muscular, joint issue throughout the body. And uh, um, so it's interesting uh, what this pain, that what this point is not just general, not, not just specifically for the shoulder, but also generally just for the entire body. Um, but anyway, so this point soothes the tendon, activates the collaterals, and disperses any kind of knots. It dissolves phlegm and reduces swelling. And so this is uh, some of the action of this point. And what are the primary indications this point can be used for, Jim? I'll simplify for my purposes for shoulder complaints where I use it quite frequently as well as uh, problems with pain in the buttocks usually due to one of the gluteal muscles uh, uh, being affected. Wonderful. I would want to add that this point can also be used uh, for um, basically lymph node swellings in the shoulder and the neck area besides what you talk about is Good for the shoulder pains, the uh, upper extremity paralysis kind of issues. And so uh, I just want to add that in there. Um, let's see. Um, so going to point combination, uh, this point combine a lot of the shoulder points such as large intestine 15, small intestine 9, uh, Sanjiao 5 to 3, bursitis issue and shoulder pains. Uh, you can combine with launch test 11 and Sanjiao 5 for upper extremity paralysis. Uh, you can uh, also uh, combine with uh, 
basically Hosi, which is uh, small intestine three, Jianjing, which is uh, basically uh, Jianjing's uh, governing blood, I mean, uh, gallbladder 21 to treat shoulder pain. So there's a lot of combination to treat shoulder pains here. Um, the only thing that I see is more internal medicine is that uh, this uh, point, uh, Nao Su, can combine with Fei Su, which is uh, bladder 23, in the treatment of bladder, descending qi. Um, stop. Bladder 13, excuse me, bladder 13, but Fei Su? Uh, Fei Su, I'm sorry, bladder 13, you're right, bladder 13. Yeah, yeah to descend qi, to stop cough and uh, stop asthma. Uh, this seems to be a very good combination. Uh, and you can combine with, um, <clears throat> uh, as well as, uh, gallbladder 21, uh, as well as, uh, CV17 to treat any kind of mastitis issue, mastitis issue. Hmm. How would you needle this point? Uh, I generally needle it perpendicularly, although if I'm trying to f- affect a wider area of the muscle, I'll needle also, uh, obliquely. 0.5 to 1.5 sun, usually about one sun in depth. Great, and you can obviously max on this point as well. And in the classics, Zhen Jiu Jia Yijing talk about how this is the meeting point of the Han Tai Yang, the Yang Wei, and the Yang Chao point, yeah, Yang Chao uh, channels. Zhen Jiu Jia Yijing continue to talk about how this can be used for fever and chills, very good for shoulder pains. And Tongmen talk about it's very good for shoulder pain and when it's forceless that don't have any energy. Zhen Jiu Da Quan, of course, uh, basically summarize that and speak the same that is used for shoulder issues. Um, so these are some of the um, um, interesting things. I just want to add a little bit on research. It's that this point has been known to be used for epilepsy and frequently combined with governing 14. Um, in China, they would embed uh, what we call the, the herbal thread into the point and seems to be very effective for that. Um, for bursitis, it's a no-brainer. Uh, this point has been researched to death on how well it can be used for bursitis. So, very versatile point. And uh, anything else to add, Jim? I think I appreciate your thoroughness. Sir. That's quite interesting. You mentioned now a couple of points on the small intestine channel for mastitis. And I'll lead right into small intestine 11. This would be, for me, a main point for the next point, of course, small intestine 11, for mastitis or simply breast-related problems. Um, that's great. Let's jump into uh, small intestine 11, uh, Tian Zhong. Tian Zhong. Um, Tian Zhong is interesting. Um, Tian Zhong, the name, Tian Zhong. Tian means heaven. Zhong means to govern. And this is actually a name of a star. And or that this is a summary terminology to talk about all the constellations and the astrology and astronomy of uh, heaven. Um, it also talk about, in a sense, is that Tian Zhong also talk about the family relatives of the emperor, for example. Um, so, interesting enough, next point, like, for example, Qu Yuan is also and Bing Feng. These are all kind of, if you look at carefully uh, through the chart, it looks like this is kind of like a constellation. If you line them up, you know, you line the small intestine 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. If you start to line them up, they zigzag upward and looks almost like a constellation. 
I think that's the reason why this point is uh, basically named as Tianzong for that particular reasoning. Mm-hmm. And this point uh, came out of an originates from Zhen Jiu Jia Yijin, Zhen Jiu Jia Yijin. So how would you locate this point? Well, I'm going to start with uh, bony anatomy and say we d- identify with our visual examining or palpating the scapula and identifying its inferior tip and its uh, spine itself. So we're making a line between the spine of the scapula, roughly in the middle between the medial and lateral ends of the scapula and the inferior tip. So that's important measurement, if you will, uh, in terms of finding this point. The second thing is we'll divide that line into thirds and the point, small intestine 11, will be at the junction of the superior two-thirds and inferior third of this distance. So we're finding a, a line uh, between the spine of the scapula and the tip and dividing it in thirds and identifying, as I mentioned. Uh, from a muscular uh, structure, we're looking at the infraspinatus muscle, that large muscle, relatively large compared to other muscles that move the shoulder, that lies directly under the spine of the scapula and covers the scapula. And this one, of course, would be below the scapular spine, so therefore in the infrascapular fossa. So is that okay? Is that Yeah, clear? I do have a question for you. Is there a situation where that you cannot even palpate scapula? I mean, if you couldn't palpate scapula, I would imagine very difficult to find this point. Well, for me, it's not been a difficult uh, thing to locate. Basically, in identifying the scapular movements, I can move the shoulder and observe it or feel for the movement of the shoulder. And then I very often, to tell you the truth, I often palpate with one hand, the supporting hand, not my palpating hand, the uh, lateral medial borders of the scapula just under the spine. So if I can, so to speak, hold the scapula in my supporting hand, my left hand in most cases, and then palpate with my right hand or the examining hand, I can identify the points in, uh, of the scapula structure and find the point fairly simply. Excellent, excellent. I would actually add on to that. To me, finding this point is usually a very sore point. Mm-hmm. So I think I frequently go by the tenderness, the yeah. uh, intensity of the tenderness. Um, you know, if I'm not able to really able to, especially with the obese patient, if I'm not able to like be able to find the bones, uh, mm-hmm. landmark of the scapular angles, I would probably just eye it, look for maybe fourth intercostal space and just going for that d- depression or going for that tenderness area. I agree that the point's often tender. Great. Uh, as action goes, um, I like this point, and this point is a very good point for scapular pain and for local issues. So this action, this uh, the action of this point is to soothe the tendon, activate the collateral, regulate qi, and reduce the swelling. It can also open up the chest as well, and uh, um, it can also use to treat, you know, neck, shoulder issues, and scapular issues. And since it's opposite to the lung organ as well as the the breast, uh, this point can also be used for asthma. Can also use for uh, lung issue and breast issues such as mastitis issues. Um, what are the primary indication uh, you would use for this uh, with this point? 
I'll reiterate shoulder complaints and be very specific and say problems related to the infraspinatus for more muscular origin problems around the scapula or pain affecting air, uh, pain in the shoulder area, especially on lateral rotation or when the muscles stretch in medial rotation. At uh, the same time, I'd like to repeat that this is a point for me very specifically also for the breast. And uh, you mentioned this a moment ago. For me, it's treating the back for the front, if you will, or treating posterior for anterior. And I've seen this point work quite effectively for a patient uh, uh, perimenstrual or before the menstrual cycle, specifically with breast distension. And uh, needling it uh, can lead to an often immediate release of the tension or discomfort in the breast. I would totally agree with you that this point can be used very, very well for breast issues, uh, better than some of these points uh, earlier that we talked about. Uh, going into point location, this point combined with bladder uh, 13 can be used for asthma and cough. Combined with CB17, it's very good for mastitis as well as swelling. Um, combining with uh, CB17 stomach 36, we can use to treat breast swelling pain. Combining with uh, some of the stomach channel points near the nipples, um, near the breast, uh, also south of the point, small intestine one can be used for mastitis, serious acute mastitis, as well as is uh, useful for promote lactation, promote lactation. Um, so combining with gallbladder 21, stomach 36, we can actually treat uh, lactation deficiencies. Um, combining this point for large intestine 15, for example, can always use that and, and gallbladder 34 can use that for basic shoulder issues, joint issues. So you can see there's a lot of combination of with this point for different purpose for different things. Um, how would you needle this point? Well, I'm going to mention two methods. One would be perpendicularly until I actually tap or touch the bone, the scapula itself, for breast distension or pain. After tapping the, the bone once or sometimes twice, then I'll re withdraw the needle somewhat away from the bone. So instead of going to a depth of, say, one sun, I'll pull it back to a depth of half a sun. If I'm needling for muscular problems with shoulders, I tend to needle it obliquely, first inserting into the point, then lifting the needle and then redirecting it in different directions, often two or three other redirected uh, directions. So uh, that would be a 0.5 to 1.5 zone where I'm actually needling it uh, obliquely in, in the direction or in, in different areas of the muscle itself. Is there any concern of causing pneumothorax with this point? Well, uh, unless we have an anomaly where there's a hole in the scapula of the bone, which would be a very, very rare condition, I believe, uh, the needle generally is not capable of penetrating the scapula of the bone, so you're needling directly over the scapula, the lung is therefore protected. You know, I did, I did have heard about uh, some of the case in China where that there is spontaneous pneumothorax without the needle actually touching the lung. Wow, so I, I have heard of that. Yes, I mean, I wonder if this could be, uh, if somebody who has already a weak lung, and when we treat a point this intense, because this point is pretty tender, um, do you think that maybe there is that possibility of, uh, 
you know, that maybe we want to be more careful and and that uh, even though we know that there's a scapular bone there. Yeah, um, I just, that could be a good point. I just want to make sure it's clear. I'm not drilling through the bone. I'm just lightly touching the bone and then withdrawing to a depth when I'm treating breast distension. So it's more of a gentle uh, penetration to the depth of the scapular bone, not with an attempt to puncture through the bone when doing that. That's great. And I want to also add, you can max out this point and you can also do electro acupuncture, especially for a lot of scapular pain in this uh, situation. And if we look at the uh, classics, uh, uh, I've talked about um, uh, shoulder pains. Wai Tai Bi, I'll talk about this point can be used for chest pain, actually. Zhenjiu Da Zhen actually talk about how this can be used for mumps, uh, used for jaw problem and jaw pains. Interesting enough, uh, Tongnen also talk about how this point can be used for uh, temple mandibular joint issues. Fascinating how so far away from the jaw, the jaw mm-hmm. and the connection of how the small intestine channel tra- traverses through the jaw and how this can be uh, useful. Uh, so I thought I'd share with you on that. Yeah, um, it is interesting. Yes, and I, I just wanted this, 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 um, point has been very useful for a lot of different research. And I just want to share with one, uh, several of them actually. The very first one is that this point is a very good point for assisting the diagnosis of cholecystitis, uh, and, uh, also, uh, goldstone issues. <laughs> if yeah. there is, uh, extraordinary difference in the tenderness on the right side of Tianzong point, on the right side of small intestine 11, compared to the small intestine 11 on the left. If there's a big discrepancy where the right side is just a lot more painful, it usually indicates there's slush and issues in the gallbladder, uh, gallstone, uh, gall, uh, either gallstone or gall, gallbladder inflammation. So, they have found that to be very true um, in the sense of confirming it with ultrasound. <laughs> okay, so That's, interesting. That is. And also, interesting enough, if there is a strong tenderness on one side, doesn't matter which side of the tenzone point, it usually indicates there is some disease of the cervical spine. Wow. So that's another research that seems to be proven by x-ray confirmation. Wow, that's impressive. And then (laughs) there's more. If you needle this Tianzong point, you can actually look on the x-ray and you can see that the echo actually shrinks down. It shows that this point can actually increase the contraction of the goal bladder. So it's got a direct, direct um, uh, influences on the gallbladder function. So, um, that's, that's and, and the way they treat it, if you want to treat gallbladder issue, it often recommend in a research treat the left side, the left small intestine 11 point. Hmm. So, um, so further research have shown that this point is very useful for gallstone and gallbladder pains. Out of the 56 cases, literally everyone has reduction of pain right away using this point. 
Very impressive. Yeah, impressive. I was, you know, pretty impressed on the gallbladder re- research. Um, other research have shown that this point is very good for mastitis, and as well as this point, point is actually very good for fibroadenoma. So it's not just for uh, um, um, uh, basically mastitis. It also slows down any kind of fibrosis of um, the uh, breast. Um, so interesting uh, concept there. And especially if you combine it with gallbladder 21, Jianjing, um, it's uh, yes. very good in slowing down some of the uh, fibrotic kind of pro- progression. Very good. I, I, that's interesting because usually small intestine 11 would be my first point for the breast. But if there was an immediate change, I would go to gallbladder 21. I would add it to keeping both points in. Yeah, very good. I would, I would, I would think so too. And but I'm just so intrigued by the connection that it has with gallbladder, and yeah. how that research is um, uh, pan out to be quite useful for us clinically. Uh, let's mm-hmm. move on to our last point: small intestine twelve. Uh, bing feng, uh, bing means to receive, to be influenced by. Feng means win, and uh, this point is in a location that's very easily attacked by a wind pathogen. Therefore, that's the name of what this name uh, it's all about, is receiving wind, is uh, influenced by wind. Um, and this point is initially um, um, basically originated from Zhenzhou Jiaijin. And uh, um, uh, so um, how would you locate this point? I locate this in the middle of the suprascapular fossa, directly above, that is, the spine of the scapula, and in the middle of the supraspinatus muscle, which is in this fossa. One can add also, it's tend in the general directly superior to small intestine 11. So if you found 11 directly above the spine in the suprascapular fossa. That's great. And, uh, um, and this point has, uh, it's a meeting point of the gallbladder channel, uh, of the Sanjiao channel, uh, of the large intestine channel, small intestine channel. This is basically the intersection point, or sometimes we call the crossing point, or the meeting point of these four channels. It has the action of dispersing wind, activate collaterals, stop cough, dissolve phlegm, and it also works in dispersing wind, and soothes the tendon and benefit uh, the joints. So what are some of the primary uh, indications? Well, this is, uh, for me, an adjacent point often in treating a shoulder problem, especially that related to the supraspinatus muscle and or its tendon that usually illustrates with the patient having pain in lateral, uh, lateral movements like abduction, shoulder abduction. Um, again, it's in the middle of this muscle. It's near its motor point and can be very useful for that. Also, just adding to uh, the channel collateral theory, you mentioned, I think that's a very good point, that it's an intersecting point of the gallbladder, Sanjiao, large intestine, and small intestine channels. All of those are shoulder channels. So thinking of it for the shoulder as well as the upper back and neck would be quite useful through channel collateral theory. I would imagine uh, maybe combining this with our previous small intestine 11, maybe that uh, is helpful to increase uh, the pain-relieving effect of a gallbladder. 
But I want to just um, adding to what you say. I totally agree with you. But I personally use this point more when there's a shoulder problem and the neck problem together. When there's a combination of it, obviously you see that quite frequently. But sometimes some people may just have more more localized or fixed shoulder pain, while localized fixed neck pain. But this, to me, is kind of like the intercrossing between the neck and the shoulder. Um, yes. Basically, I want to also add on that is very good for bronchitis as well. Very good. And point location wise, uh, we could uh, combine with gallbladder twenty uh, to treat for stiff neck. We can combine with gallbladder twenty one, and uh, uh, some of the longitudinal fifteen point, for example, for shoulder pains. We can add uh, Sanjo uh, five to treat um, upper extremity soreness and achiness, as well as uh, shoulder pains, uh, shoulder issues. Um, and for cough, we can combine with lung nine, uh, bladder uh, thirteen, face su, uh, to regulate the lung and stop cough and dissolve phlegm. Uh, so these are just some of the uh, uh, combination that I can see. How would you needle this point? Well, again, keeping by my definition in uh, the supra uh, clavicular fossa, uh, what I would be doing is needling perpendicularly or oblique uh, 0.5 up to 1.5 tsun if the muscle is very large, supraspinatus muscle at this point, or again, if I'm needling obliquely. I want to make an important point about uh, the risks of this uh, point, and that is if one were to needle it anteriorly or in an anterior direction, uh, one could run into the uh, um, lung. And again, the risk of pneumothorax is always present if one needles it anteriorly. So I do not needle this point in an anterior direction, so rather in a direction directly towards the middle of the supraclavicular fossa. Great. And um, if we look at classics such as Zhen Jiu Jiai Jin, Zhen Jiu Da Quan, and Kao Xue Bian, all these uh, texts really talk about how this point is just such an important point for shoulder pain, and especially shoulder pain where you cannot lift, where you have limited mobility, and uh, um, as well as at this point it can be used for a lot of wind pathogen issues and stubborn cough and phlegm issues. So um, that's just some of the classics. And um, I don't have any research to call on. I'm sure that this point is used uh, for different things. But it seems like that the uh, shoulder and neck issue seems to be uh, its cup of tea, its uh, major focus. Anything else to add? I think I just want to make a correction. I just briefly caught myself saying in the supraclavicular fossa. Of course, it's in the suprascapular fossa on the posterior aspect of the upper back. That's great. That's great. Interesting points that we got today. Um, yeah. So we just finished our cluster of small intestine 7 to small intestine 12. Um, before we sign off, um, anything else to add, Jim? You've offered some very interesting indications for some of these points, something for me to think about, perhaps try uh, in clinical practice. Thank you, Dr. Gao. Thank you for joining us in our discussion of these acupuncture points, and we look forward to visiting with you again in our next episode. In the meantime, we wish you wellness and health.